Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your host, Chris Schubert's here floating around producing this thing with a uh, looks like a blue background today. We're from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. And they feature live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. They have all the sports. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, a, a happy President's Day to you. And while the draft dudes might not do math, we might not do science, we have had a pretty impressive performance recollecting the presidents of the United States in a recent... Um, little challenge we had in a car ride from pensacola to to mobile that's that's fine uh but happy vic fangio press conference day today is what i want to celebrate yeah i'll tell you i think people will be much more interested in in the story of the uh presidential uh stuff as opposed to uh vic fangio's press conference listen I spent time with Live coverage over the weekend watching just get myself ready for split safety coverages I'm excited. So, yeah, we, we can tell the story if we want. He's going to get in there and say, we're going to be a fast, physical, competitive defense. We're going to be accountable. We're going to communicate. Come on. We know how this goes. Right. Sure. <laughs> what he's not going to do is like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to really try to work on this technique with this player. We want to bring in these specific guys. These are the draft targets we want. Why you got to be a wet blanket? Because you put a wet me, blanket over my let me, cool let, story. Let me have this. Let Matt, me have Joe, this. It wasn't the time you know we wanted to reflect on a cool story. I'm Team Joe on this one. Of course you were because you were part of the other story. Right, but you but you have a podcast where you can talk about this stuff. Don't bring it over here. Go do it over there. So anyway, we started to, at the present. And we worked our way back as yeah. far back as we could go to see how many consecutive presidents presidents that we could get and we got to like 1912 Coolidge? right Coolidge yeah it was like the Coolidge Wilson era is where things kind of went south yes yeah. so draft dudes do history we nailed well, now, down now over a century of presidents 40s. yeah it was but well, we got it yeah but well, we got it haters are furious a lot of people didn't think it could be done yeah like the other two off. people like the other two people in the car they said we were too Maybe. young yeah, they true. said we they didn't did. study history enough. They said we it's were true. washed up. They said all those things. Yeah. I heard it from the other cars as they were passing by. They were like, you guys don't know what you're doing. Right. That poor Uber so driver. I'm just, I'm just glad we had that intermission at the uh, the gas station. Sit it was down. a perfect reset. It was a perfect reset yep. point. We had to yep. get ourselves kind of reorganized. Because it was at, we were flustered. It was at a, a hard sticking point. We said yes. we need a cool down window. And it worked. Kind it worked of figure perfectly. it all out. And we got there. 
So as Joe said, the haters are furious, but that was fun. It, it, it falls very much in line with what we like to do with, with the NFL. Joe, tell everybody about your going to sleep. Game. Oh God. I have a lot of these. I've actually recently invented a new one. Cause I've worked. With, <laughs> worked what the hell's through. wrong with you? This is, it's just, it's my, it's my quiet, my mind moments. Um, so I, I've made up a, a number of, as I fall asleep games, the most recent was, is I'll pick obviously the bills and then I'll pick another NFL team and I'll go position by position and see if I can figure out one player at that position that played for both the bills and the other team. Or I will go through and I'll try to go through each team in the NFL and try to remember the last first round pick that they made at each position or a first round pick that they made at each position. I do these games all the time. Yeah. I got problems. So, and then we just did that with presidents and see how far back <laughs> was, we could go. Yeah. Right. In a, in a way, I feel bad for our Uber drivers because they, they don't know what they're getting into. We're never going to be inappropriate or like ruin your car, but it's our gonna, just going to be a weird yeah. off the wall. Yeah. yeah. We had one in mobile and I, I don't think I was with, I was with Kyle, Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 release. Yeah. I was in the we same car. Th- we were just going through the Kyle names as, as we were going. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Happens every time. Uh, Kyle, you mentioned fun. Um, I feel like maybe you had some fun this weekend watching football, but maybe not the NFL or college football. A bunch of former NFL players and former college players with the XFL. XFL 3.0 launched this weekend. Uh, A lot of fun games, a lot of fun endings. I mean, we had uh, Arlington scoring two defensive touchdowns to come back from a deficit to beat Las Vegas on Saturday. And then we had uh, the Brahmas blowing a 12 point lead in the final two minutes of the game with a three point conversion. And then a fourth and 15 onside kick attempt. This is really fun. There's some really fun new concepts for ways to evolve the game. And I don't know how many of them are eventually going to wake their way to the NFL or not going to make their way to the NFL, like the new kickoff system, which is really cool. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but I can't help but think like how nice it is to have a separate product to try things out. And then you can cherry pick if you want to, because I think the other alternative is like whatever the hell baseball is trying to do right now. Whoa. Getting rid of whoa, the shift. Whoa. And now there's like clocks for pitchers and batters can get called out on strikes if they don't step out of the, up the game a little bit. Right. But yeah, okay, Chris, I'll take a more non-offensive comment. There's some rule proposals for college football in the spirit of speeding up the game. And now they want to have a running clock even after incompletions. It's a proposed rule. Yeah, that's dumb. Right? So that's why I love the XFL. You get to see some new ideas. Try to, maybe we could implement, you know, they're bad. (laughs) Maybe we could implement the the transparency in the replay booth with Dean Blandino because that was one of my favorite things from all the XFL games was hearing Dean in the booth go through the process of evaluating plays. If we don't in the in the NFL, if we don't get the fourth and fifteen onside kick conversion to replace the onside kick, we're doing something wrong. What wasn't this proposed? It was, and it's been voted down every time because a bunch of old cowards. 
in Cowards. the NFL who vote on these things. Instead, we're going to try to outlaw the the Jalen Hurts play where you just get behind Jalen Hurts. Right, yeah, you, you're not allowed the QB sneak anymore. Okay. Right. Right. That's what we're trying to legislate instead of coming up with new cool ways for teams to make comebacks. Again, 4th and 15, somebody run the math here. Draft dudes do math. I'm not going to do it here on the show. It's a low percentage math. It's a low, it's a low percentage, percentage play, play, but it's a higher percentage play than the onside kick. So give me at that. this point, give yeah. A couple things here. First, because of all, now, now, go ahead, Joe. I was going to blast onside kicks, but go ahead. I'll do it after you talk. Okay, because I have, I have, I probably have the most to say about that. Um, how much XFL do you guys think I watched? There's only two people in the world that know the answer to this. Me and my zero. wife. It's zero. I would Joe guess you probably XFL. watched in passing a few moments of one game. Yeah, I watched the last four minutes of the game that Luis Perez was the quarterback for. And oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You want to it. talk about hard. I mean, that guy was having a hard time just going through a read and completing a pass. Um, but um, I did get a chance in that game to feel the weight of the one, two, and three-point conversions at the end mm-hmm. and the fourth and 15 onside kick attempt. I think it's important to be reminded that you could still do an onside kick, but you can also just choose fourth and 15 from the 25. And – what I like about fourth and 15 from the 25 is I think different teams will have different appetites for it. I mean, if you have, I mean, I don't want to sit there and throw any quarter. If, if certain teams are going to be more interested in the fourth, fourth and 15, you've, you've now, already okay? thrown one quarterback under the bus. I wouldn't be shy about who, it at this point. Who, oh, Luis Perez. Yeah. I'm not talking about Luis <laughs> the Perez guy was horrible. From you. I mean, I what know, was you, for you're no trying reason. to see this guy run RPOs and sitting there. <laughs> Is he going to throw it or not? Is he going to wait for a second Clip window? Clip that, Chris. Clip that. <laughs> that was kind of bad, right? I looked that, yeah. But I mean, Clip I was that. like, man, I was like, my head was spinning for the guy's head who, who was spinning. Um, certain teams, like if you apply it to the NFL, are going to be more willing to do the fourth and 15, right? Guys, quarterbacks that can extend. Plays. But the bottom line is, if, if that's on the table, you're going to practice it more, right? You're going to have more schemed things trying to get 15 yards and it might not just be an end of game situation. Like there could be some situations where you run this fourth. I don't know. Let's say you go up 14 to 10 in the second quarter and you want to do it. Why not? And practice your red zone defense. Like just get your red zone defense figured out and practice your fourth and 15 plays. Fourth and 15. Josh Blair's worst nightmare. Yeah, is he, you know you're getting man coverage and Diggs is going to get behind whoever the cornerback. No, is. I've seen it. no, he's he's going to put three guys on the line of scrimmage and and do a, a drop a picket fence where the second levels at 15 yards of depth and the safeties are another 10 yards behind that. But yeah, have you seen? I've one thing that I've thought is amazing by offenses year. this past year that I don't know we talked enough about. Some of these defenses on on third and longs are very predictable in terms of what they're going to run. And have it's like you the seen worst this? place to be? Yes, but have you seen what these 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 offenses are doing? They're running like four clear out routes, and then underneath one drag, underneath to create, and a... it catches the ball, and everybody immediately starts blocking, and they're getting these conversions because mm-hmm. they know you're going to be in quarters. Okay, well we know what your guys are going to be. Let's hit a pass, and everyone turns into blockers. We'll catch and run for 15 yards. I'm just saying there could be some fun creativity there that could make this not just an end of game have to get a possession. Like you could try to steal possessions if you have the right. If you're facing the right defense and you have the right offense. So I guess the concern there is spamming, right? It's like the kid in Madden who finds three plays that would just 
knows exactly where to put the reticle on the onside kick and you never get it. So what are your thoughts on regulating its usage outside of like the fourth quarter of games? I wouldn't because I think that that would be that would be the concern is okay, we're just gonna play keep away and we're we're gonna do fourth and fifteen. Yeah, and then over play and over and over again defense, and you, right? Like but but okay. we're gonna get it and you're not gonna touch the ball. Well then stop us. I, I don't know, like in professional sports, yeah. like stop us is always my response to stuff like that. Brandon Staley out here licking his chops to the opportunity to go for it on fourth and fifteen. Hell yeah. You're going up against Patrick Mahomes, you know he's gonna go the length and score. Might right. as well just give it to him at the twenty five. Right. Get, more more right. get, get, get more possessions. Get more possessions. <laughs> give me more possessions. Right. Oh, that's fun. Turn it into red zone defense and then compress right. the field. There, right. there, there's teams the three. There are teams out there whose worst offense is inside the red zone because yes. of basic issues. <laughs> right, this is what I'm trying to say. Like I, you I can minimize ne- that quarterback to an the extent. The league will never do this. The league I will need never this do in this. the league yesterday. But this was my – I mean, I, I sort of have to give my brother Frank some credit for this because this was his idea that we talked about when we had lunch yesterday. And I was like, you know what? That's fun. It's extremely fun. Well, and you foil that to an onside kick, which has already – become so much more of a low percentage play and now mm-hmm. you can't you can't ram the player trying to catch the ball right the, the the player getting ready to field an onside kick is protected like a punt returner now right. from contact you just there's the, there's, there's no wedge yeah. there's there's no we're going to fly down there and try and time it up and try to meet the ball and create a scrum none of that exists anymore so it becomes this weird like okay, we got to turn it into a jump ball. And if the kicker doesn't hit it exactly right, it's a slow roller right to the front guy, but you can't hit him. So you got to let him field it and ho- just hope he muffs it. I almost, Exponentially better alternative in my mind. I almost, uh, I almost provide, a, a, I almost convinced myself to hijack this segment. Um. What? <laughs> Can I do I mean, it? He, he, yeah, you might as well. You can't, you, you can't say it and then not do it. So yeah, do it. So when you said that, it start it got me thinking about you know because those are new rules. It got me thinking about one Mike Westhoff, the new assistant uh, head coach, special be, teams coordinator. Be, be very careful here. Oh, I have a lot of respect be, for Mike Westhoff. Okay. I, in my summer reading, I have it right back there. His book. Okay. Find a way. That's I can't a, wait to read it. Go, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Oh God. Yeah, go God get the book. He's challenging my integrity. I just was. I, that's a Jets legend challenge that he was flag. About to ins- that he was about to. Oh, you used so you used your one. If you get uh, this yep. one right, then you. No, it's fine. It. I'm, I'm prepared to, to not have to take a second challenge. I'm just I want to figure it out. Is what it's called. Sorry, so fine. I can't see who it's from. Okay, there it is. Mike West. I, I, I have a book too. I have a book as well. Get you throw that book in the trash. <laughs> oh, if I had it for the Bills, I'd buy it too. I, I'm yeah, shout out, right shout now. out, Bobby Peters did yeah. the the 2022 Dolphins complete offensive manual. He goes. Uh, concept by concept, all the tags of all the times they ran it throughout the season, the reasons why each play worked and why it didn't. It's very, very good. Shout out, Bob. All right, so Mike, Mike Westhoff, um, legendary special teams coordinator in the NFL. Yes. Has not uh, has not coached since 2018 with the New yes. Orleans Saints. Yes. He's uh, 75 years old. Kyle, this is once again the embodiment of – what you've brought up so many times about coaches, relationships, and Rolodexes. Sean Payton's over there, head coach of Denver Broncos, trying to figure out his staff. 
And you know who he has to resolve to? Mike Westoff, because you know what? He only coached the Saints for a thousand years. And who else? Joey's well, he's interviewing Rex Ryan. Ryan. He's Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Do you want to know why? Who hasn't coached in the NFL since when? 2016. Right. Because you want to know what? In the, the entire time that he was the Saints head coach, he had, for his defensive coordinators, Dennis Allen. Well, that's a problem. He's the head, head coach, coach of the Saints. Rob oh. Ryan. Well, that didn't really work out. You fired him, so you might as well just pivot to his brother. And who? Spags? Spags is with the Chiefs. Greg Williams is not hireable in the NFL. And you don't have anybody else left to call. Not true. Not true. He was my DC for a couple years. Not right. True. Well, anymore. It was the key word. Yeah, uh, anymore. Uh, can, Blacklist. Can I share can I share a take, Joe? Sure. I'm kind of rooting for Rex to get the job, man. I'm gonna oh, man. I, me, me too. I want too. it like I need oxygen, especially I, because that Broncos defense was good, and there's only one way for it to go, and that's worse. No, and I can no, slander no, no, Rex see, Ryan with new material I, for the next 10 I'm, years. I'm rooting for him to succeed, Joe. Explain yourself. I like Rex. I don't have the, the vitriol that what? you have for Rex. I also like Rex. Joe, I'm sorry. He took my team to the last two AFC Championship games we've played in. And the further his the first two seasons he had with the Jets, he did this. And then the more his fingerprints got on there, or to steal a Rex it's Ryan fine. term, the more that it got pregnant with him, the worse they got. Joe, he was only the coach for like two or three more seasons after that. So it's not like he had like this. What you, massive impact on the team. We he was their head coach from two thousand nine to two thousand fourteen. That's draft to his new nine and five. ten. They go to the AFC Championship game as a wild card twice in a row, and then eight and eight, six and ten, eight and eight, four and twelve. That's four seasons. So he's so he had two losing seasons his entire tenure as the Jets. Oh, because you're That's happy with good, eight and eight. That, that excites a, you. I'm here to tell you, it excites me more than a lot of the other stuff I've had. You know. Challenge flag. I know I only get, I get two. I get two. You can use. A you mean to tell me? Three timeouts. Rewind, rewind the calendar back to 2016. And if I told Joe Marino, Joe, you get one losing season in five years with your team, would you have taken it? Would you think fondly of that stretch of time? You're at a different ballpark now, and I get it. What? The Jets have finished last six times in the last seven years in the AFC East, and the only time they didn't was because the Dolphins tanked. If I were Chris Schubert, I would absolutely think back to the Rex Ryan years and say, damn right I roll with Rex. Right, I But you realize that Let's for as go, much baby. as he helped you early, he ruined you later? What, 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 what did he ruin? You. What did he ruin? By his ridiculous personnel influence. They didn't get the quarterback right, Joe. It had nothing to he do with He never does. People are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Rex was in Chris's life for a season, and he can think back on that season oh. fondly. Joe, it's the only good memories I have as a Jets fan are Rex Ryan. What, remember, I got 8-8 eight and, eight and 7-8 and eight from I, Rex Ryan. I understand it I got 15-16 and 16 after not making the playoffs for 15 years in a row. And I, I hated it. him the second he walked in the door. But you, you, I can understand your perspective, but you got to understand my perspective. Two AFC Championship games in my lifetime, both because of Rex Ryan and the way that he crafted that defense and the way that that roster was crafted. So I ride with Rex. I hope he succeeds in Denver. I hope he gets that job and I can slander him for the next 10 years for ruining a good defense. Do you want to talk about this mock draft from our good friend Keith Sanchez? I suppose. All right. So wait, wait. <laughs> Kyle, you want him to get the job too? Why? Because you want to see I want, the I want, between I want, me and Chris now? 
I want Denver to be as big of a circus as it possibly can be. Right, and that just adds to it. Rex, and if Rex does well, if Rex does well, that's fine. If Rex does bad, that's fine too. I'm not emotionally invested. I just know that the team went crazy to go get Russell Wilson, and then they pivot and they go get Sean Payton and trade a first round pick plus for him the following year. It's like okay, like I think we all forget Broncos fans, except until like the last five years, have been like one of the most. Spoil. I don't want to say spoiled, but they've been a successful they've been, team every. They, they, they've yeah. been a very successful team. They have never endured hardship. Misery loves so company. Oh. Misery loves company. I've endured endured plenty plenty of hardship in my family. Joe, you've endured plenty of hardship in your family. Yeah, Chris has endured hardship. Well, you know, I can tell <laughs> you, I'm, I'm never going to root for. I'm never going <laughs> to. Right, right. So, so but for fans of a list. team that. It's a whole list. I, I just want to see him be a circus, and if they're if they're entertaining in a good way, great. If they're entertaining in a bad way, great. I'll take that too. That's all I'm saying. Okay, mock draft here from our good friend Keith Sanchez. I'll read them five picks at a time. Pick this, I one. honest to God have not seen this yet, so I'm saying great. It's gonna Same. it's gonna make your reaction even better when I tell you that the Las Vegas Raiders are picking at number one, and they take Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Houston at number two takes C.J. Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State. Arizona Cardinals at number three select Jalen Carter, interior defensive lineman from Georgia. The Colts at pick four take Will Levis, quarterback from Kentucky. And the Seattle Seahawks at pick five select Will Anderson Jr., edge from Alabama. Yeah, what a dream for Seattle. Stay at five, get Will Anderson. Right. Yeah, that that is a dream. And I, I, I also love the idea of – presenting a scenario with the Raiders trading up to one, right? I mean, like we need to be thinking about this as a possibility. We've, I've seen it. I've done with the Panthers that we've seen certainly Houston seen the Colts do it, but I don't think I've seen it yet with the Raiders moving up. And and I think it's fun to consider that possibility. Cause I mean, their need at quarterback is as critical as any teams. You say that was a, uh, a delicious move by Keith Sanchez. I'd say it was delicious. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Wrong one. Oh, no, oh, there's there he is. There's sexy Rexy. <laughs> did you just did you pull that off? I did. We, yes, I did. Wow. He did. Yeah. Oh, man. He's got some he's got some real good ones. You can I can I can flip way. it around pretty quick. If you get ready, you give me the we're going. Is um, this thing on? Because it's about to be. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to be a bully. I will continue to say it at every turn. Uh, the Houston Texans should not take a quarterback at number two in the 2023 NFL draft. That is your brand. They're going to do yeah, it. it is my you know that, right? It, I know, and I'm and I'm gonna and I will criticize it relentlessly. And that's what's okay. fun about that is the long term right there because you're you have a reason to root against Houston, and so this kid the Bill Barbet. Yeah, this can right, um, enemy of the state, Houston yeah. Texans. But my my position is I want them to succeed. Like I'm I'm rooting for them to succeed, and I want them to do this right. And I don't think take it from me. I've been down this this I've been down this road before. I'm glad you don't, said it. Don't take said, a quarterback been... when it's not time to take a quarterback. I, listen, don't do it. I agree with you. But then I, I, who was it? Maybe it was Ray in a staff meeting we had last week. We we're talking about the Jets picking Zach Wilson not being ready. The next year they were ready. They had all the stuff. All the stuff. Right. But they were they were they were ready the following year. They weren't ready that year. Okay, Chris, time out. I I now I've saying. used both my challenges and and one time out here. <laughs> got two remaining. What if they redshirt him? What if they draft him and don't play him? That that 
in, in, the, in I, the modern NFL game of 2023, that is never going to happen. I don't disagree with you, but I'm saying, would you be more receptive to it if that I, was the plan? I would, but I'm not going to live on that planet. Okay, the, if, they, if they run into that's next fair. season with Davis Mills and, and uh, C.J. Stroud as their quarterback, and Davis Mills throws two picks in a game, the calls for C.J. Stroud to start are going to be immense. Or Bryce Young, or Will Levis, whoever I, it may end up being. I agree with you. I'm just saying that that would be the pathway to redemption for them making this decision is, hey, we're here. Let's take the opportunity while we're here, but let's also operate with the understanding that we know that we have time. Let's not put him into an adverse situation and treat him like the franchise quarterback that we think that he is because we're picking him number two overall. Pick number six, the Detroit Lions select Christian Gonzalez corner from uh, like Oregon. It. Pick, pick number seven, the Chicago Bears take Paris Johnson Jr. offensive tackle like from it. Ohio State. Atlanta Falcons at pick number eight select Broderick oh. Jones offensive tackle Ooh. from Georgia. The Not Carolina sure. Panthers select Miles Murphy edge from Clemson. And like pick it. number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles select B. John Robinson running back. From Love Texas. it. So, so this is fun because this, this is the offensive line conversation that we've been having, right? Like the Titans and Jets are just going to get – their pick of litter. OT1 no, no. and OT2. And, right. Yeah. No, this is the world where the Bears pick OT1. The Falcons come back at OT2, which I think is the the doomsday for those offensive line needy teams there right outside the top 10. Can, can I call my second timeout? Sure. Sure. It's now it's now become a bit for the remainder of the show. I understand. Well, if you call a timeout, you don't have. Remember, it's personal foul and a 15-yard penalty. So it's true. He's got That's one fine. left. He's got I've one got left. One left. Oh, no. This, this, is, this is my last one because... Oh, you lost because you lost I, the, I lost so the, lost the, the first challenge. Yeah, oh, so no. <laughs> this is it. This is it for me, and I'll shut up. Is there an interior offensive lineman from the state of California in this mock draft? Hold on, I gotta scroll in order for this to work. Oh, because you know that you know Keith's been doing the Voorhees thing. He can't right. quit it. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm gonna say there's not gonna be. But we'll find out. Predictively, I'll say no. Pick number 11, the Tennessee Titans select Peter Skaronsky. You're not going to tell me? The Tennessee Titans at pick number 11 select Peter Skaronsky, offensive tackle from Northwestern. At pick number 12, the Houston Texans select Quinton Johnston, a wide receiver from TCU. At pick number 13, the New York Jets select Dewan Jones, offensive tackle from Ooh. Ohio State. Pick number 14, the New England Patriots select Tyree Wilson, edge from Texas Tech. And at pick number 15, the Green Bay Packers select Jackson Smith in Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. Feels Low like key. a Patriots pick, right? The Tyree Wilson. Like, there's just, no way they could pass him up, I think. I was just getting ready to say, I low-key wish that he'd have had him drop one spot further and give him to the Packers. Yeah. But. DeWan Jones there, Christopher. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, you like I it? I don't think they're going to have that pick, but, you know. They're not going to have the pick. They don't have to trade for Derek Carr and just sign him. I know, Joe. I know. It's on Jimmy G, too, you know? <laughs> or you, when we trade him, Ryan Daniel won't post the first-round pick either. So, Right? Who are you giving it up for? Is, it, is DeAndre Hopkins a Jet? Why would they do that? You know, why would they trade their first-round pick with all, these, with, for, all these, with all these quarterbacks available for not a first-round pick? I just, have, I just have a bad feeling that number 13 is going to be picked by the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Are they trading up or the Jets oh, trading back Aaron to 15? Rogers. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's oh, fair enough. Oh, fair okay. enough. Uh, the Washington Commanders at pick 16. Select Devin Witherspoon, corner from Illinois. At pick 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Joey Porter Jr., corner from Penn State. Pick 18, the Detroit Lions take Brian Brzee, interior defensive lineman from Clemson. 
Pick 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like Lucas Van Ness Edge from Iowa. And pick number 20, the, the Seattle Seahawks like Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. It feels like a stretch of like, yeah, seen this before. Right. You know, nothing. Yeah. Nothing cutting long. edge here. Yeah. But I think they're all sensible. They're all sensible slots, hence why we've seen them before. Pick number 21, Miami Dolphins forfeited their selection. Pick number 22, the Los Angeles Chargers select Luke Musgrave, tight end from Oregon State. So that's tight end one? That's tight end one. Pick number 23, the Baltimore Ravens select Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. Over Jordan Addison. Over Jordan Addison. Pick number 24, the the Minnesota Vikings. They keep a Minnesota uh, college player home. John Michael Schmitz, interior offensive lineman. Uh, 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Cam Smith, corner from South Carolina. I haven't thought about interior offensive line for for Minnesota, but isn't Bradbury is his contract's up, right? If I'm not mistaken. Or will be soon. Uh, Ed Ingram so. had some big time ups and downs there. I know he's a young player though. Yeah, they need a they do need a center regardless, though. Cam Smith to the Jags is not one I thought about. Um We'll see. I mean, Shaq Griffin and Tyson Campbell feels like a nice duo, but I, maybe there's some cap implications there with Shaq Griffin. I'm not sure. The Giants at pick 26 select Caillou Bill Kelly, corner Ooh. from Stanford. Ooh. The Dallas Cowboys at pick 27 select Keely Ringo, corner from Georgia. The uh, Buffalo Bills at pick 28 select Brian Branch, safety from Alabama. Number 29, the Cincinnati Bengals select Jameer Gibbs, running back from Alabama. Pick number 30, the New Orleans Saints select Derek Hall, edge from Auburn. The Philadelphia Eagles at pick 31 select Kalijah Kansi, interior defensive lineman from Pitt. He and did it. Pick 32, the Kansas City Chiefs select an offensive lineman. And Ton Harrison, offensive tackle from Oklahoma. He did it. The Cansey thing? No. Anton Harrison. Not 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 in Drew Voorhees. Oh that, that was that yeah. was the bit for Chris with the pause yeah. and the weird thing and all that thank kind of you. stuff. Thank you. Thank you for somebody picking up on the bit. Yeah, no, I got it. This is the longest round of applause of all time. That's why I'm letting it run because if you, <laughs> you did a bit. This is, you, no, you drew it out unnecessarily. This, so. No, it's this is fitting on President's Day. The State of the Union address is literally just clapping the entire time. So that's true. Is, but now Kyle's going to now do this the rest of the the rest of the show. No, not well. You could talk over it, I and mean, you don't have to sit there and listen. I'm not going to do it the rest of the show. Chris, you'll There's never no, learn. You'll never learn. There's no reason for us to feel distracted. So there's a, a thought. Jameer Gibbs to the Bengals is interesting because I think there's a thought that they could move on from Joe Mixon. And I, <laughs> Joe Mixon, his contributions in 2021 were very significant. I can't, I can't with this. <laughs> Joe Mixon. Yes. Significant contributions to the team. Yes, I thought that was – I remember when I kind of did the deep dive into the Bengals earlier in the year and I was talking about the protection issues. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Not throwing it to Joe Mixon enough. He's a good player. I mean, there's some legal stuff, right? Some cap savings. Expensive running backs are bad when you have an expensive quarterback, right? I can kind of see that. Well, can I, can I piggyback off of that? Sure. You would have to think if Cincinnati has to choose a skilled player to no longer remain committed to. And it – 
T. Higgins is on the table, but Joe Mixon's also on the table. Who who you want to commit to? Right. Oh, who you want to financially commit to? Right. Especially when Hayden Hurst is in that conversation too, as an expiring contract this year. Like you don't want to tie up money there. Right? That's that's fun because I bet if you did the math, it would be Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon or just T. Higgins. Correct. And that's that's one of the things we probably don't talk enough about with the Chiefs and and how they've kind of structured their team right now and committing their money to Travis Kelsey at tight end because that's economically the best way to do it, right? The the best receivers cost thirty million. The best tight ends cost north 15, 16, 17, 18, something like that. Right. Yeah, like think about like there's not as many of them, right? I get it. There's a reason for it. There's not a lot of Travis Kelsey's out there. There's lots of very good receivers, but the the economic play there is to lean into the tight end. It's a good point. So I like that I hadn't we had not considered that. Have you ever seen Gibbs mock to the Bengals before? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm just glad that, you know, he got off the Voorhees thing, but still found a way to get Gibbs back in the first round. Because <laughs> you won't find a bigger fan of Jameer right. Gibbs than, than Keith Sanchez. The Chiefs are going to be interesting with this tackle stuff because I, I don't know that they're going to be able to bring back Orlando Brown or they want to. Um, and so I, I wonder if they're willing to go into the draft with that hole at left tackle and trust that they're going to find somebody that they like. And that we know they're willing to move up a little bit, and they should if necessary. But Harrison would be, I mean, athletically, everything you'd want. I mean, really the opposite of Orlando Brown. But having another young player on that offensive line is going to be big. And I know that Wiley and Brown, are both their starting tackles are free agents. So they, they, you think potentially at least one new starter there at tackle. Right. So I think there, there, there probably will be an opening regardless. And Brown's what, 19 and a half is what the tag would be yeah. for him this year. And just draft Anton Harrison or Matthew Bergeron. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. I, I Bergeron gets me more excited, but there's probably a higher ceiling with, with Harrison. How is Jordan Addison not in this first round? Like do we, he did, he, he went all the way out on USC here, right? He, did. Like, yeah, he said, I'll, I'll leave where he's out, but then I also have to leave Jordan Addison out as well. <laughs> We get Jackson Smith and Jigman, Quinton, Quinton Johnston, and, and Zay Flowers as your three first round receivers. He's fucked. Any other stuff yeah. like that you notice? No Michael Mayer? No Michael Mayer. We get one tight end and it's Luke Musgrave, well, right? Yeah, and I'm not surprised that he only found a spot for one tight end. Right, I get it. Historical norms tell us that's probably true. If, if you were the Bengals, would you rather have Gibbs or would you rather have had Mayer slash? Oh, yes. Mayor or even Kincaid with Burrow. Yes, I'm interested in that. And then I can get a different running back, <laughs> right, at some point. You could point. get Sharp and A, probably. I think uh, you want that pass-catching skill, right? I don't know that Zach Sharp and A doesn't. I have to study him a little bit more, but I'm sure you can find it. It's not the stable like it is with Gibbs. No, like get Kenny McIntosh in the third round or something like that. Get Sean Tucker on day three. Yeah, you can. Explosive. Who's that? Who's that ESPN? Uh, Mel. Mel. What was his last name? Kuiper. No, the other one. Curly hair. Come on. He was a staple of like uh, the NFL shows on ESPN. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not picking. What up was that guy's now. name? He also say explosive. He always said it like that. Explosive plays. Come on. <laughs> no, you guys know, know he's a running back. <laughs> Come on. What was this guy's name? <laughs> 
It's going to do it for us here. Yeah, it's going to do this to us me. here on the show. Crabs, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Marino, Chris Huber. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show as well. We hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. Come on back. See us again tomorrow. That's going to do it for us here today on Merrill Hodge. the Merrill Hodge show. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.